0: When the tag has it, crest not the same as the chest. That's Castore. That's Castore. When the badge on your shirt, yes, it makes your head hurt. That's Castore. That's Castore. <laughs> Welcome to episode 49 of They Think It's All Over, the Football Shirt Show, and it is also our one-year birthday. Happy birthday, us! I'm Adrian Football Shirtallia, who's joining us this week.
1: It's Mike at Football Shirt. And Tom at Shirt Fan. Happy one-year birthday,
0: gents. Did we get a cake? What is that? What is one year in pod years? I've got a feeling it's probably a bit like dog years, because they all seem to start in January, February (laughs) and wind, wind down, don't they? (laughs)
2: Also, to be honest with you, I don't want a cake I've had too much cake over Christmas I'll go without it, thanks
1: We do seem a bit slimmer this January though Are we missing someone?
0: Well, we're missing Scott I don't know where Scott's gone He's not been seen since his um, New Year's Day trip out, has he? Or has he not been seen since Romeo Beckham signed for Brentford? Is he just like spontaneously
2: <laughs> combusted? <laughs> Spont- uh, combusted is possibly one
1: word for it. We oh, <laughs> saw him out. hanging around a bus stop in Hounslow. he would be a bit worried, wouldn't you? Having, having lived what? in Brentford, I can safely say he wouldn't be the strangest character hanging around bus stops either.
2: <laughs> what do you What do you think of that signing? Do you think it's a, a marketing thing? Oh, it, uh, uh, look at that on cue. <laughs> oh, Amazing. Exactly. We summoned him. He heard, <laughs> we heard us. the words Beckham
0: being spoken, and that was it. Oh, uh... That's
2: my bad. <laughs> we, we, we've got to leave that in. And for any, anyone listening now, you've got to realize that Scott was not here. We've not heard from him. We thought he might be dead. We're not going to lie. And then all of a sudden, we mention a Beckham, and he appears out of nowhere.
1: And for some reason, he's Vaseline up. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I was just about to say, Scott. What do you think of the the, the back and Brentford signing? Do you think do you think it's a, a marketing thing, or do you think he's legitimately good enough to to be playing in the Premier League? Um, I assume we're talking about Romeo. It's difficult to tell because he's been
3: playing for the Inter Miami B team. Now he has been scoring goals and getting assists, but it's the it is the reserve of the MLS, isn't it? So. To jump from that to the premiership, you'd have thought if he was going to be good enough, he would have got a shout for the first team um in Inter Miami, which he hadn't. Um the fact that Brentford have signed him, at least it's not Daddy's team now. So he can go and have a fair shot, and if he does good then then good for him. But you know, he, he played five minutes against Barcelona, so there's not even it's not even as if he's had much of a highlight reel, but he must have seen something.
1: He has scored a free kick though, hasn't he, for into Miami B team? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like his dad. Free kick. Are you going to get the shirt, Rebecca? On is it going to be part of the collection? Oh, Christ, I
3: mean Brentford as well. I fucking hate what's his face, Thomas Frank. He's a right <laughs> b- every time I play Man United. Can't stand it. Scott, if you <laughs> it, it, want
0: it, just shout <laughs> me and Tom drive past the club shop all the time. So just give us a nod. Do
3: you know what? I, well, I did. I mean, for those of you that can be arsed to follow me, I am. Um, I do have the Inter Miami because he played that five minutes. I counted it, so I've got the the home shirt with the patches and Beckham on it because he played five minutes for the first team. So I'm I've just already look- got the first one.
0: I'm just looking at the odds here, and he's sixty to one to play in the Premier League with Brooks, Um But we've Ivan Tony's at five to one. So um, it's <laughs>
1: up to you where you place your bets.
3: Yeah, it might, it might just we might not even get a squad number. Is he going to go
1: into the first team? B team development, they said, didn't they? They have got a good B team, haven't they? Anyway, yeah.
0: on the way into the show, we of course had that famous song, It's Castore. Any ideas
2: why that was being played? I think that would be because of the Wolves batch, wouldn't it? everyone see that, Scott? Mm-hmm. you've seen that? We're yeah. not surprised we're not surprised anymore though, are we? it's almost it's almost it's beyond funny anymore it's just it's it's just a standard thing i think if any other manufacturer did that it, it would have been everywhere by now but it's just so normal for castori <laughs> to do these things that everyone's just like so what it's fucking castori what do you expect
1: i was going to say I feel like they've jumped the shark with it it just it feels like, like too much last like last year's news it needs to be on the arse cheeks or something to really shock us now but <laughs> nothing's beyond the power of castori it seems
0: what I don't understand is how an upside down badge is... It's one thing getting out of the factory, but the kit man's printed up the shirt and it's upside down. The player's put the shirt on and it's upside down. He's walked around the changing room, presumably, of all his teammates with an upside down shirt on and nobody said a word. Not upside
2: down badge. Do you know I I think it is? I've worked in a factory environment in the past and uh I worked in a factory that uh, manufactured composite doors. Really exciting. And I ended up working on inspection because anybody with half a brain cell usually ends up there. And honestly, we would get doors coming through with numbers upside down. Uh, they would have a gold handle, but then a silver letterbox. And you know what it is? I think it's exactly the same. You're just so used to doing the same thing over and over and over again. You stop looking at the little details. So that kit man's pulled that shirt out. He didn't even fucking looked at the badge he's just flipped it upside down let it down bro and put the press down cuz he can't be asked anymore he's probably and, a loan deal exactly from benfica
1: the- <laughs> so if he fixed it why why bother
0: okay that's enough chit chat let's move on to this week's kit news so first up we've got arsenal in a, a change kit for the second year running um what's going on there
3: Yeah, so it's the initiative that they followed last year, which is the No More Red, which is a very important, especially in London, it's a very important charity against the knife crime, and I think we can all remember last year they wore, so it's essentially a whiteout shirt, and they wore it in the third round of the FA Cup, I believe, and unfortunately they got knocked out, so we only saw it once. The, the update this year, unfortunately, again, it's another template, but they've gone to the Condivo 22 template this year. And we'll be able to see that when they play Oxford um, on Monday tonight, actually. A couple of things that have changed. I believe there's a few more charities involved again. So the same as last year, though, this shirt will not be commercially available, but they have issued a few shirts to these certain charities. I believe it's as low as 10. And uh, they will be auctioned off to raise money
1: for these charities
3: great initiative but what do people think about them not being commercially available because
0: we saw a lot of counterfeit ones on the market last year didn't we
1: see i'm sure i saw on one of their tweets earlier one of arsenal's tweets about this they gave away 70 of those shirts last year to people that were involved in the charities and these are aside from the ones that the players were issued so you know there's no more than 90 of those from last year around in the in the world like official ones but we saw so many of them didn't we like fake ones spring up on ebay through depop and all these kind of seller sites and i do wonder i think someone else suggested it on below our tweet about this if if it would make more sense to make these commercially available and for the proceeds to go to that charity or for some percentage of the proceeds to go to that charity because it would kind of cut out that need for the fakes then too
2: i think it's a bit of a double-edged sword them not being sold isn't it really because from a collector's point of view if you do manage to get one, it's it's a bit like a lot of these sort of like, you know, uh, shirts that were commercially available. Like years later, when they start coming out and people start picking them up, it's an incredible collector's piece. But at the same time, I can't argue. I think, it, I mean, what we've seen recently on like shirts that are in demand, Adidas, for example, have done the, the lotteries where the raffles where you buy in and you kind of win the opportunity to buy one. So uh, I think for me, if they'd have at least done a little run like that, maybe it would have stopped people immediately going. in to the fake market, which then means maybe the buzz would have died down a little bit after, you know, waiting to know if you've, you've got one in a raffle for a couple of months. And all of a sudden, I don't give a shit anymore because you've spent your money on other things anybody anyway, so, so what? But yeah, I think that just a few more available would be good to stop that.
3: Another interesting point as well is that these are printed up templates. So, I mean, I don't buy fakes and I've never seen the real one, but I wonder if it will be easier to fake them because it's it will just be the templates code as opposed to you know when when Nike and Adidas release a shirt they get their own specific code and and in 10 years time that could cause chaos because you 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 wouldn't I mean it's all fresh in our minds now so you'd be on you know you would be aware of it and on alert if you were an Arsenal fan but yeah that could cause issues down the road
0: well we wait and see but, but a great cause and um you know, we're, we're all fans here, aren't we? of clubs trying to do more for their local communities. So that is to be applauded. Hopefully they have a, a bit more luck in it this season. Uh, what else have we got in the news this week?
2: I'll go next, if you like. So we got a, a new kid on the block in in kit manufacturing. So a few people might have seen, we, we tweeted about it. So Shibuya City FC, their 2023 kit has been made by New Era, which is the first time they've made a football kit um it's not the first time they've kind of come into football because although we we know them more for sort of like their nfl stuff nba so on and mainly headwear and they did have uh, contracts with man united and spurs for some official headwear a few years ago um but yeah they've they've gone fully into kit management. before i talk about it a bit more has everybody seen it what, what do you think of the kit i love it i think it's good yeah i think it looks it looks incredible doesn't it So for anybody who hasn't seen it, we'll we'll, we'll show a few images. But basically, it's essentially a white shirt with grey stripes. But the stripes feature graphics showcasing the elements of the club's hometown, which is Shibuya, uh, which is located in Tokyo. I think there's a couple of things they've done a little bit differently that I quite like. So they've put a central badge on it for their first shirt. I think that's quite good. Um, It's pretty traditional as far as Japanese shirts go, because it's got the collarbone sponsors. uh, Generally, a lot of sponsors that we see on all of them. But interestingly, they've put their own new era logo, on the, the left side of the chest, which I think is quite interesting because we, I know we used to see that many, many years ago, back in the eighties, occasionally they would switch around a bit. But nowadays we, we rarely, rarely see that. But I'll be honest with you, I really, really like it. I think this is one that people are going to, going to want to get hold of. And just a, a one quick thing, huge, huge shout out to the incredible new era taping that is down the torso. It looks insanely good. I
3: think you're going to need a number. got the white box on the back thankfully it's not a completely plain back but there is a box left so i think this will definitely be one that needs to be customized i would definitely rate it higher than 65 out of 100 anyway
1: i think it's a really cool shirt um i think there's a couple of things i think i might have tweeted about it but i love how the stripes i don't know if this is true i haven't read it i've just gone on their website it's all in japanese which i'm not fluent in but the, the stripes are they meant to be the famous shibuya crossing it's that ridiculous crossing, isn't it, in, in Tokyo, where it's meant to be the busiest road crossing in the world. And the black and white stripes is what is why the shirt has been designed like that. And that graphic within there is so, so busy, because Shibuya Junction, busiest junction in the world, little touches like that, I think, really set it apart. I think that it's really cool.
0: Yeah, I think Mike said that is exactly what the design um inspired by. I, I think it's lovely. I thought it was going to be a Marmite shirt, but actually... Um... People were were liking it in their hundreds when we when we tweeted it during the week. So um, so, so there you go. Let's move on. Uh, we got we had some Roma shirt news this week, didn't we, Tom?
1: Yeah. So uh, Roma are in trouble, aren't they? They're having their wrists slapped by New Balance, and this is because Roma will be with Adidas next season, and this has upset New Balance, who felt that they had a deal in place with with Roma and I I think this is my understanding of it is correct but essentially New Balance feel that they had the right to continue this deal with Roma if they matched the offer made by another manufacturer which they say they did they matched Adidas's offer to Roma but Roma have gone with Adidas so New Balance have now decided they're going to take them to court and they're suing them and I think this is something they did with Liverpool too when Liverpool left them previously so be interesting to see how that plays out. And it's obviously a blow to a brand like New Balance to lose Roma. And I think they have actually done a good job with the Roma kits, but I can't not be excited by the possibility of Adidas and Roma together again. And I've I've just had a quick look now. And I think uh, Liverpool, they beat New Balance in that last court date that they had. And I think it was because although Nike matched New Balance's offer to Liverpool... Liverpool were able to prove that Nike being a bigger brand could offer them more exposure as a club, more access to pro athletes and more just exposure in general. So they were able to prove in court that it was a better deal for them to sign for Nike than it would be to stay with New Balance. And probably something that Adidas will do with Roma to beat New Balance in this case too. But we'll, we'll wait and see. But must all be excited about these kits. I cannot wait. I don't
0: know about Rishi. I cannot wait.
3: I just hope that we get a Mexico away as opposed to an Italy home. That's my only fear.
0: Nah, I think they're all going to be absolute, absolute bangers. They've said that the home's going to be inspired by the 92-93 shirt, so really looking forward to see that shade of red and obviously, um, I guess that means the orange uh, lapetto badge being on there as well, so that's, I'm really excited to see what that looks like. And then I think they said the away's going to be white, which should be beautiful to see, so I'd like to see them stick to maybe the traditional ASR logo on that white away maybe with some black stripes, a bit sort of Real Madrid-ish. Um, and then for the third, why not go for a hat-trick of logos? Why not go for that beautiful uh, Lepeto in, in the circle that we saw on that, that Raymond White shirt in 16? And I don't know, something, it said it will be black, so maybe something like the uh, Ajax third shirt That's from a couple of years ago, but maybe, maybe with the stripes in, in three different colours, maybe like a
3: red and an orange and a yellow. I mean, how good would that look? Has anybody noticed when they've been researching this what tier they are? I wonder if we'll see authentics or anything. So so my only worry is about authentics. They they've said it's not going. We're not going to get the
0: absolute top tier in terms of retro range. You know, like they did the yeah original yeah. Yeah. So I think they've said that they're not. Although the contract size is that big, I think they've already said they're not doing that in year one. I think I read that somewhere, which is a shame because they'd be printing money. I
3: think if they did. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They're only shooting themselves in the foot, both of them. There, Mike couldn't give two fucks about Roma. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> do you know what i i, I was i was going to stick my in halfway through and say to be honest with you you're right i i, I think roma kits look good i think it got an incredible colourway. i'm not always fascinated by them not because i think there's anything bad about them i just you know i, I just think they're inferior to german football shirts that's just the way it is but <laughs> but no in all seriousness i'm i'm probably more excited about a roma shirt than i have been in a long long time because of this because as you say that there's already talks of this sort of like um uh, reboots of of old kits and and what you just described there AD as a, the third shirt I mean for me as a, as a, a Roma shirt fan I would say I, I lean towards the black shirts that they've had I think they look incredible and if they make it like you just said I think I might be a Roma shirt that I actually try and buy
0: there we go, we'll keep dreaming, and I think a lot of people try and buy it if it looks anything like that. But um we will see, we will see. Right, that wraps up the first kit news of 2023. Coming up, we've got a feature interview with Jack Pieface McDermott. But before that, this year's first kit history.
1: Kit history,
0: kit history, we haven't made it up. Kid history, kid history. we read it on Wikipedia
2: We've done this a lot recently, but we're going Scottish again, but it is a bit of a double whammy because I found a little quirk when I was looking through some stuff today. So basically in eighteen seventy two England and Scotland took part in the first ever international football match. Scotland took to the field in navy shirts, white shorts, red socks. Now that's nothing surprising. That's what we know them to wear even to this day. But it's the reason why they wore it that I found quite interesting. So basically the reason they wore that is because it was in fact a Queen's Park FC kit. And the reason they wore it is because all 11 players were in fact Queen's Park FC players. So basically the first ever Scotland team was made completely of, of, of Queen's Park players. So what they did is they basically used their kit. Now, obviously, Scotland's stuck with that kit forever, but then Queen's Park themselves changed stadium in 1873. And when they changed stadium, they decided to rebrand and they changed their kits to the black and white hoops that we see today. So come on, Scott, did you know that?
3: I did not know that. That's did you? Pretty- he's Scott. he's <laughs> a fake
0: Scott. <laughs> I was going to say, more, more importantly, Tom, given his kit history, do, do we believe it?
1: Well, I mean, it's the same today, but with Rangers and Celtic, isn't it? So it's entirely believable. <laughs> do you know what? I did have a little look back to see. And apparently back in those days,
2: in the 1870s, do you know, just before Villa came in and, and took over English football for, uh, uh, you know, the late 1800s, in Scotland, Queen's Park were pretty much the superpower of Scottish football. They They won a lot of trophies. They won a lot of cups. They were the big team, so that's why that that particular game that they literally just wore that kit. It's interesting that they changed literally within a year, though, and Scotland kept that kit. Did you did you know any of that, Scott? Even with the the lineups or anything? Nope, didn't know any of that. Should be fucking ashamed yourself.
3: <laughs> Not much to read up about Scottish history, is it? It's just how badly we lose all the time. It's all heartache and shite football, so.
1: <laughs> that's the, the history of Scottish football there Next year by you Scott know. Anderson and Pitch Publishing.
2: <laughs> so so basically we we did the first game in 1872 And then so, Scott has just summed the rest of it up All the way up to today
3: <laughs> It is cool that they've kept it ever since then though Like you, you'd think that there would have been a slight variation But there really hasn't It's been it's re-
0: Yeah it is, that's really cool Yeah oh, That's a good start to so this year's good history We we believe it, we think that's factually correct And we probably won't get challenged on this week's pod So um, yeah Let's quickly move on before we uh, contradict ourselves, and we're moving on to the feature with Jack Pieface McDermott. Boys, any of you know who Pieface is? Who, or Pie, as I call him? Wasn't he a FIFA guy? He still is very big FIFA guy. I think I, I don't
3: play much FIFA, unfortunately, but I did know. It. So he's a street, all oh, right, a FIFA streamer.
2: He's a FIFA streamer. Yeah, Mike, you know, you know, See, don't you? I, yeah. I'm older than you and I, Scott. I know him. Mainly as a Big Brother contestant, I don't know if anybody ever ever watched Big Brother. So so yeah, Jack was on there first, and and if, if anybody else actually watches it as well, he also got something wonderful. Noel Edmonds, He did uh, Deal or No Deal. So yeah, he's he's a, a generally a TV personality as well as a, a Twitch streamer. Top marks to you, Mike. Yeah, I spoke to uh, I spoke to Pi a good
0: few weeks ago now, so some of it is a little bit um, out of date if we're talking about. Um, football and what have you but um, he's a big big Plymouth Argyle fan home and away and he's also a shirt collector as well as um, obviously FIFA. is FIFA streaming so we chatted all things football and all things shirts and pies. So this week we are delighted to have with us Jack Pieface McDermott. I'm sure most people know you as Pieface but welcome Pie to the pod.
4: Thank you, agent. Just having me on, mate. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We're just said before, we have got the uh, appropriate kit, mug out specifically. Can't do it without a cup of tea, can we? Need a need a brew.
0: I was going to say, especially this time in the morning, for when we're recording, we both got a warm drink and uh, a warm winter state. And I can see uh, a nice selection of football shirts behind you on the wall as well. There.
4: Yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, luckily, I've had a few uh, players that have played for our that have been friends of mine. they've. Um, They've left some nice messages on them. So we've got like uh, Sonny Bradley, who's the current Luton captain uh, on the far one. We've got uh, Ryan Hardy still playing for us. Good friend of mine in the middle. And then um, Graham Carey on the uh, on the right. It's actually quite funny how I got that one because a friend of mine, Tony Watt, was playing with him over in uh, Bulgaria
0: Wow. Yeah. And
4: uh, we like become friends like through FIFA and stuff. And he said, oh, I'm currently like roommates and whatnot with him. So he got to decide and send it over, over to me. I do apologise by the way to your listeners if you can hear the rain. It is literally, if you could see it, it is like a monsoon outside at the minute. I don't know what's going on, but.
0: It's that time of year. And it's that time of year you've got your um, CFS Baggio 10 Christmas jumping. Yeah, I'm not I'm, not, I'm
4: not, I'm not. Do you know what? I don't normally do crisp, but I thought, right, you know what? For the pod, I thought I'll go, I'll, you know, I'll go appropriate. I thought you know Christmas and kit, why not goes hand in hand, right?
0: I love it. I love it. Obviously, you mentioned FIFA, and we'll go on to that. And you talked a bit about Plymouth already. We'll go on to that. But um, do you want to maybe for some of our listeners just give a bit of a background about who you are? Because uh, yeah, most people don't know who you are in terms of FIFA. But the biggest story, talk to me about game shows and and what have you.
4: Oh yeah, I mean to be fair, I um I just used to like uh, I guess be a bit of a joker in Mackey's. Really, he's there for about eight years. Just uh. You know how it is, you kind of just get stuck in a bit of a rut and you can't sort of, it's hard to, it's hard to break that, like I'd say retail life, like when you're in it and you get used to it. Yeah, went on deal or no deal, don't know how I managed to get on that, but got on deal or no deal, won a little bit of money on that, uh, which was good fun. Then people said, oh, you should like, I've never really watched Big Brother, I watched a couple of series, people like, oh, you should apply for it, go on it. I I thought, hey, got nothing to lose, applied for it, got on that, then was going to go back, didn't go back. Ended up going into Twitch streaming and content creation and been doing that for like the last sort of seven, eight years now.
0: Amazing, amazing. Probably, probably good thing you didn't watch too much Big Brother before you went on it, or I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure I'd sign up for that, but Noel Edmonds is a shirt fan as well. a football shirt. Every oh, and then. really?
4: He's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. how was, no, obviously, like, you know, professionally, he's probably going to be very good anyway, but he was a really nice guy.
0: And your team, obviously, we've already mentioned it a couple of times, but big Argyle fan.
4: Yeah, massive Argyle fan, mate. For my sins, because uh, normally we're not, you know, we're not uh, doing too well this season. We are, though. We did on oh, Saturday because he had 97th minute to Burton for two two all draw, which was, I mean, we've never won at Burton, so I don't and I, and I don't think if you you know whether will, especially with you <laughs> know nine literally 97th minute, an absolute dagger, mate. Honestly, an absolute dagger.
0: And you're home away, yeah.
4: Yeah, I do I, I do more away than home. I do I'm a scene older, so I do do most home games. Um it's just sometimes like if I've got a crazy busy week and I need to catch up on sleep, I have been known to oversleep a few <laughs> a few home games a couple of times. I have been known to, but yeah, yeah, home and away, mate. I love it
0: away's a hell of a trek as well because is it is it like plymouth travel more miles than any other football oh, fan in the it's country silly. Or something?
4: it's silly mate we've literally just had three in a row we had grimsby lincoln and burton and that's the thing oh. burton's derby and that felt like a, like a local game because of the ones we'd we played before luckily we got it's actually quite nice to say is we have no game at all on saturday like i can just sleep you know it's quite nice yeah, after yeah. having three tracks it's kind of nice just to not have to worry for one week so, how
0: are Plymouth looking this season? How are the kits looking? Is he still with Plymouth? he He's been Plymouth for a little while. Is that right? Yeah,
4: you know what? I I like this year's home and away. I don't like our third kit. If I'm dead honest, I'm not a fan of our third. That's kit. That's a
0: special one, isn't it? That's like yeah, the throwback it, to
4: playoff. No, that's the no? that's the set. That's the away. The away kit is the the one that's the throwback. I really like that one. The third kit's almost like a dark one with some, like, green lines. I I I think it's awful. I, sw- I don't think we've won it yet either, so I don't know if it's just cursed. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of the third kit. The first two kits are nice. The home kit's, like, you know, nice, simple, classic green. You know, the away kit's a bit exciting. But, yeah, not a fan of the third
0: it's amazing how whether you win or lose in a kick can completely affect, <laughs> and, you know, because I bet if you were un- undefeated in it, you wouldn't yeah, mind Yeah, it might change.
4: Much. It might change. We did lose 5-1 away to Grimsby actually the other week when we were in it that definitely didn't help. But It was a horrible clash. It was almost a kick clash as well. Yeah, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, there seems to be very different levels in League One. League One in terms of the rules and what what clashes and what doesn't. When you watch a Premier League game, isn't there?
4: Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was legitimately black and white stripes and like black with sort of green. It wasn't, you know, that easy to, you know. And I was sober, and it wasn't that easy to tell <laughs> part. apart. Kind of like squint. I would look up the other end. I couldn't see what was going on.
0: Plymouth have done something a bit interesting with one of the sponsors on one of the shirts this season as well, haven't they? Because I think you're very famous. Certainly, the last sort of probably decade for having ginsters on all of your all of your kits. Yeah,
4: you? is project is it project um 30, yeah is it project thirty five or something I think we've got now it's it's like a charity. I know it's a of charity this part as we got it now. But um which is obviously great, you know, it's like almost like a, a an enterprise from the club. But you used to get it a lot people go oh, love Ginsters like, no, they're rubber is that awful. This is the thing. <laughs> people seem to think ginsters are great, right? The knowledge around the knowledge around these parts is, no, stay away as far <laughs> as you can from getting to, like, run, run far.
0: Well, we've got the pie expert here. So, if, you know, that, that's your warning, everybody. If, yeah. Um, if pie says that those not capacities, avoid them. Yeah.
4: If you're ever down here, you want like an Ira Dooney, Oggy Oggy, you know, they're the ones to go for. Like they do is the funny thing, whenever we travel away and they uh, in the garages in Taunton, they serve a lovely, got a lovely pasty there. We have to, but they've not got that many in the morning. There's normally a scrap off the bus to see you can get there first, you know, it's always <laughs> a good early morning start. Lovely pasty. I, I don't know who makes them, but they're cracking. <laughs>
0: but it's a good looking sponsor on the shirt though and it's a nice contrast the red to the green or all your your white or your candy stripes whatever you've got in your way shirt oh yeah good I, looking
4: I, yeah it is i think to be fair i i, I like a good shirt aesthetic. i think the sponsor is important i don't like the sponsor i know some people love the sponsor ones i'm not really a fan of a sponsor shirt i like it when it all kind of like merges together
0: yeah, I agree. I think I don't think shirts look finished without a sponsor for some reason. Sort of yeah, it's like, like
4: watching Nottingham Forest player. Just I don't know. I, I it's not really not really for me that.
0: The, the shirts are just watching Nottingham Forest. Yeah, the
4: shirts. Both like, <laughs> <I guess laughs> of both, right. Really? yeah, the shirt. Yeah, without it on the shirt. It's a bit weird, especially in the Prem.
0: Yeah, you're right. So away from football kits and away from Plymouth, your day job's very heavily football orientated as well, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's like it's non-stop, mate. It's, especially with sort of, like, streaming FIFA and content, like, around football and, and whatnot, which is great fun to get – it's great fun to get involved in things like that because with FIFA being, like, the main core, you know, then when it comes to doing, like, other football stuff. I The, the thing is, well, I never claim to have, like – because people love to go in. It's like, hey, look, it's like, I'm just a fan. It's like, I'm not an expert. I'm not claiming to have, like, you know, the ball knowledge or the stat knowledge. I'm just giving my – honest opinion as a fan which a lot of people don't seem to agree with but <laughs> it's normally because I die on like the Harry Kane hill right like the Jack Grealish hill and things like that I normally take the controversial the yeah, controversial yeah, yeah. stats but I try.
0: No you're same as us we don't profess to be shirt experts but we share our opinions and opinions yeah. is, well, that's what you want to hear isn't it? It, it it simulates debate. Listen I am a bit of a technophobe you've probably got the worst of the four of us to chat to here.
4: I am as well mate.
0: <laughs> you're going to be better than me. Talk to me about obviously I play FIFA, but talk to me about what is FIFA streaming? How does it work in terms of the glitch, Twitch glitch,
4: Twitch? Yeah, yeah, Twitch. yeah, Twitch. Yeah. Talk, talk
0: me through all of that. How does it work? What is it? Because it's massive, isn't it? Absolutely massive.
4: It's crazy, it, like, it, and we've built such like an insane community because a lot of people when you try and explain like what you do, they just they they. Some people legitimately think you just sit there, look at a screen, play FIFA, and that's it. But it's like it's so far from that. Like I'm super lucky to be able to do it for a, for a living. Like everything, like we do in like content creation and sort of like trying to entertain people. But it's kind of about creating a community, kind of having a community atmosphere, and you wanna you, you got to constantly keep people engaged, right? It's it's almost like having mm-hmm. a live radio show with a camera and no script, and right. you've just got to. You know, you have to, you know, every night you've got to try and come up with new things. And it it seems like you have a podcast, you know, you come up with topics of discussion and and we'll bring that up. It only takes one person to put something in the chat, whether it's football related or, you know, they'll they'll just ask, oh, what do you think of like a cereal or something? I'll say, oh, it's terrible. And everyone will go mental. (laughs) You know, I know where you've got a crazy debate or it'll be the England, especially the World Cup being on the debate is like nonstop. So That's also great. But I'm like you, mate. I genuinely am a technophobe as well. I just click the go live button and hope that it's all, you know, good to go. And do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
4: In in terms of
0: FIFA and the gaming, though, how, how big is sort of the kits? They're getting better every year on that, aren't they? I mean, they really are. And oh, obviously a, the fact you can design them and all sorts. Oh,
4: there's a lot of cool... Like, the thing is, I wish I had a couple here, but I... Like, they send... I'm really lucky because um I do some stuff with EA. Like, the ones... They have kind of, like, special kits that they have in games. So they get yeah. some that are designed. um And then they, they, they get sent the physical copy as well. So I've got some really cool, like... There's a, a lovely, like, MLS one and things like that. So there's some exclusive kits that have been... In the game that they actually send as a physical kit, which is really nice considering how, how like rare they are, but no, and that's a massive thing too, because they do bring out like, they call them like vanity items. They do bring out some now times, uh, sometimes that are not in real life and they're really, really cool. They are really, really cool.
0: Yeah, I guess they're not like combined to the same rules as you'll get you know on a football pitch and kits have to be no more than three colors or yeah, different yeah. contrasts contrast and that you know the world's your oyster isn't it in terms yeah. of coming up with them ideas
4: yeah and I, I i i'm with i quite like see i i also i like spurs but i really like the arsenal kit i don't know what it is that red yeah. and white but there's a couple i like to use is like the austria kit And the Braga kit, it's quite simple. It's just like red with like, I think it's some Pats in Ireland's got kind of like the same style, like red with like white trim. I don't know why I like, it pains me that I really like the (laughs) Arsenal. I think it was one from a couple of years ago that had like the small collar and like the white, it was really nice. I like that one.
0: So those are the kits you're drawn to the most, those, bit I call it bib template, maybe, in terms of yeah, the bib and quite, the white sleeves, yeah?
4: Yeah, I do quite like them. It's like, I like the Spurs home kit this year with the sleeves and that, but I think the Away kit is horrible. I don't like it at all. I know the England kit's got the same stuff. I, it's grown on me, the, the England kit. I think yeah. the Away one's really nice. Yeah, It has grown on me a bit from since I first saw it. But they've kind of got that same template again, right? I don't know if that annoys you, but, like, they do... They do seem to stick. Is it it's, last year that the, the Dortmund and like City away kit it was horrible? Oh, don't
0: get me started. Look you know, like Puma shirts, yeah, yeah, don't get like, me started. On I these, mean, I'm yeah. an
4: Adidas guy personally. I prefer the. I, I'm an Adidas guy, so I would much prefer Adidas.
0: I've met yet to meet somebody that genuinely, genuinely likes those Puma shirts. It isn't just baiting for attention, to be honest.
4: Yeah, they're awful, aren't they? Like really, really bad. Looks like they're just training, doesn't it? it doesn't look like they're that's an it. Training, but it'd be
0: all right, wouldn't it? Do you right? So, do you ever play a game and you, you sort of play, and, you, and you discover a team? You're playing against somebody or playing against a team of FIFA, and you're like, do you know what that kit's really nice? Oh, I need, all the I time. need to go and check constantly,
4: that out. Yeah, constantly, constantly. And you'll get, you'll get like that's when you get like interaction with people as well because people will be like, oh, what kit are you using? Or i will be like, oh my Lord, like that kit. Like some guy had a kit with like a pint of dark fruit the other day. I was like, where can I get that? <laughs> it genuinely was. It was like a lovely purple, like a little bit. And I, it might've been one of the custom in-game ones, but yeah, all the time, all the time you'll come up against people. Because some people, you can actually choose in people to, if you wanted to set your home and away kit, they can play in the kit that you, you choose, if that makes sense. Well, Even if they won't yeah, yeah, see it, yeah. that's what you'll see. But I always like to, you know, see what, you come up come up against i prefer even though sometimes it does clash it's nice to yeah it's nice to discover a little hidden gem they've got like some of the really expensive in there. have you seen that bohemians bohemians one is it the uh the marley
0: the bob marley, marley one right? yeah, yeah. yeah 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 the o'neill's kit wasn't it i think yeah yeah what, what else is popular
4: um i mean a lot of the big teams sort of psg is kind of one that you'll find the uh i like the white and pink psg one that's quite clean Leon is a kit I quite like. That's one you see a lot of people using. Standard, you know, Liverpool, United, yeah, Dortmund. But
0: yeah. I'll tell you what, that Bob Marley one is a bit bit different in it. So um that's probably yeah, yeah one year. Is, the, the of is
4: season, it right? the I can't remember is is it Mineiro Monero, the uh like the the Atlas one or whatever is really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so that's a kit. again my na- my naivety here. So that's a kit on FIFA because that's actually just a fan shirt. Yeah, no, no, life. it's not
4: FIFA. Yeah, I don't oh, think right. it's in FIFA. I've just, uh, I just I just bet it just went while well, we're on like that kind of like yeah. style. I do like that one.
0: People went absolutely mad for that fan shirt. It looks awesome, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's nice. It's, it's a shame they never wore it really. But favorite ever Plymouth shirt
4: uh it's gotta be yeah it's gotta be that uh, it's either like oh ninety two, ninety three, 92 93 or 93 94 that wrote a lot what literally the one that is on that mug right got a picture um, of you on that and i'll share yeah, that with this,
0: yeah. with this pod as well yeah if you found
4: it we did shirt shopping with ellis and they had it in the actual original one on uh in cfs which is awesome yeah only because when i was growing like that's kind of like my first memory of argyle uh, my dad had like a video of that 93 94 season that yeah. i used to watch like all the time so you just pick it up you know
0: Nice. And favourite ever Argyle player?
4: Oh, of all time. <laughs> wow.
0: Oh, do you know what? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll switch this up then. You can, have, um, you can have a current player, which is no harsh if you've got a couple of mates playing for the team. Let's um, say current. We can have a, a favourite recent player. Can be current if you want, and a favourite all time.
4: Right, so if we say we'll have to say Ryan Hardy, right? Because he's my mate, so I'll be angry if I don't see him. Right, we'll Saves an him. Yeah, of course. I mean, in terms of, I'd say, like, quality, though, right now, Mike Cooper, who plays in goal. He can all play for him. He's ridiculous. Like, if we yeah. didn't have him, yeah, he's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and if we were to say oh, I'm all the time, that's put me under pressure. I mean, we've had so many insane players. We used to have uh, Akos Buzaki. I don't remember if you remember yeah, him. Yeah, it was a QPR yeah, as well. Yeah. He went to QPR, yeah, 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 yeah. So good. So good. I might have to say Buzaki. I, I can't, think, you know what? Straight away under pressure, I can't think. <laughs> I'll have to say him just because we've had so many, right? We've had so many, yeah. like, sick. Sick players that have gone through the club,
0: no, I remember him at that level, um yeah because i'm'm I'm a, I'm a swindling season to get older so I get the Swindon town a bit, so we not not this year, but we do see Plymouth a fair bit, but yeah um, yeah, he's just he was a standout player at that level for sure, yeah, for so sure. good, so if you were to say all time kit combo, would you be putting puttingbazazaki in that ninety two away shirt if you had to match you know if' it was FIFA and you can put your player in your shirt?
4: Oh, the, see, do you know what, right, if I could have it in FIFA, I'd want the the tangerine green orange kit, and it's funny you're Swindon, right, I don't know if, it, was it that 3-2, was it 3-2, that 3-2 game, I think it was, it might have been 3-2, that mad game we played, it was like 95th, 93rd minute, Merino Keith, ridiculous, we played in that orange kit, yeah, that orange kit was so good, the tangerine green one.
0: Do you know the story about that tangerine kit?
4: you'll have to enlighten me like i right. might
0: do if you tell me so so i've I've had this from good authority right so we've, we've had this from um from a player called craig easton he used to play for swindon he used to play for dundee but he played under
4: was it paul sturrock,
0: sturrock right yeah so so he, he played under sturrock at swindon and he tells me that when sturrock was manager at plymouth he insisted on have, having some orange kits because of his love for dundee united
4: yeah that wouldn't shock me that wouldn't shock me
0: and he's a legend
4: (laughs) obviously as well that wouldn't yeah that wouldn't surprise me but it was a beautiful kit yeah i like orange that tangerine green kit was nice very
1: nice we played
4: one year in like we played one year in some like violet kit that was nice we were awful though so it's kind of like weird memories it brings back like the banter era as we like to call it you know yeah that is i mean that is so weird isn't it you can have such
0: a nice kit but if your team's losing it's just, it's not look, looked fondly upon. And the same no. as if you go and look at second hand shirt market, you can see a real nice kit, but the fan base of that team doesn't want to touch it. You know,
4: honestly, I love, I love, I love a bargain basement search. You know, I love, i got like a Kievo kit and things like that. I like, love a Torino and stuff. I love it. I love a bargain basement. Tell you, I did see a funny story once, right? Cause we do like late night streams. It was on the uh, like Bolivian league they're called like i think like real potosi or something if you search their badge it literally is like a paint version of the real madrid badge apparently one night apparently one night like they got done for like counterfeit kits so someone run down to a local market and they played in like roma away shirts that's not even a (laughs) joke in like the bolivian prem yeah i think you google it it's it's a genuine true story yeah it's mental
0: oh i need to look that up i need to look that that's great so in terms of bargain shirts though yeah. Let's, let's move to the end. Cause you have got you've got a decent kit collection yourself. I know you like your kits. That's why we've got you here. Yeah. What are the, what are the biggest bargains you picked up then shirt wise?
4: Um i I think i I think I got an Ethiopia away shirt for like six quid, which <laughs> yeah, was that. ideal. Nice little pickup. Yeah, I got a Torino one, I think, for like a tenner. Um I got a really nice blue and yellow Kievo one. I got the the Nice, the like the niche shirt, the the collar one with like the red and black. That was like 15 quid. That's a lovely shirt. So yeah, I got some nice ones. I've got like an old Italy shirt. I think I picked that for like 20 quid. I don't know how I got it. Like classic Italy one. Yeah, I got some nice kits I managed to find
0: definitely bargains out there still aren't they you know people oh 100%. People at, and if you're just buying what you like you know you, it looks nice i like that i like the price that's the way that yeah, you know, that's the way a lot of people collect and buy shirts it's a beautiful way to do it
4: yeah definitely and when they're cheap and cheerful you don't have to worry too much about the price either do you i don't know there's a lot of people that like the high-end stuff and you know the more you know um the match worn market and that's mental and it's crazy oh
0: mad absolutely mad it's kicking off in a minute with the world cup as well and you see some of the stuff go around and it's um Yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah,
4: I think someone selling the Messi shirt from the Saudi Arabia game, I think, is up for sale, right?
0: AC Memento, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. What are your hopes for Plymouth this season? How do you think the season is going to pan out?
4: Well, the last few games may have been a bit rocky. But I'm just hoping we can ride it out now because we have got teams that are on the bottom half of the table. We need to, like, we've got results against the teams up there and now we're not getting results against the teams that are lower down. So I think we've got in, the problem is we're, we're, we're getting a lot of injuries and that is affecting the squad. But fingers crossed, we can get automatic. I, I think automatic, it's going yeah, I'd love to, of course, I'd love to. I think now if we don't get playoffs, we call it an absolute disaster. Like I think I think it's, it's going to be harder for us not to get the playoffs than it will be to get in the playoffs. I still think Ipswich will win the league. I think they're too strong. But, you know, if we can maybe pick up a few players in January and, you know, keep the squad going strong, I think anything's possible.
0: I, I don't think people outside the sort of Southwest realise how big a club Plymouth is in terms of a catchment area and a fan base. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see you up there and, and yeah, challenging and into the Championship. and beyond No, that'd be thanks, amazing.
4: mate. I wouldn't even mind if we went and got battered every week, mate. <laughs>
0: you know? Did I'm having a that? quick look at the teams and I think you'd be doing less miles as well, to be fair. so uh...
4: <laughs> Yeah, and maybe a couple of new grounds. It's been the same ones for yeah. the last five, ten years. mate. Might be able to go a few new places.
0: Yeah. Thanks ever so much for joining us, Pike. That was a really great chat to you.
4: Thanks for having me, Adrian. Cheers, mate. Cool.
2: That's one of the favourite features I've listened to. I'm gutted I couldn't actually talk to to Jack as well. Um, It was done at a time I couldn't make it, unfortunately. But I think my favourite part is the fact that you actually managed to talk about pasties and the revelation that Ginster's pasties are not what everybody wants to eat when they're in Cornwall. So that's something new for me. Well, what I learned
0: partway through it is... Is it Ginsters or Ginsters? I I think I've been making a faux
2: pas for my I life. I think you referred to it as Ginsters, and I think he called it Ginsters, which was a bit of a confirmation for me. I've always called it Ginsters myself, but never been quite sure. So, hey, this this podcast is teaching people so much.
1: There's been wars fought over less down in Wales and England on that border, I tell you.
3: (laughs) At least I'm not the only one that pronounces things wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, leading the way, leading the way. So that wraps up
3: the first
0: episode of this year. Next week's going to be the big five oh, gentlemen.
2: We're all really excited by that, are not we? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get used to not nodding on that on an audio podcast, haven't we? <laughs> now, I think that's quite exciting. Fifty episodes, you know. I mean, all joking aside, you know. So, podcasts come and go. Some of them don't make it to fifty episodes, and not only have we made it to fifty, but you know, people are still actually listening. So, we must be doing something right. And some of them make it to 50 and shouldn't.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bit awkward, that. <laughs> <not>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, we've got loads lined up there, haven't we? We've got some pretty special stuff coming.
1: We do. We have Pete Diggity Donaldson coming up that me and Mike spoke to. And we also had Sam Parkin, the football journeyman. And also, just want to say a massive thanks to everybody for the reaction of our top 20 shirts on the last episode. I don't think any of us were quite expecting how well received that was and it's really great to see everyone got involved it was overwhelmingly positive even on something as controversial as as picking the order of favorite football shirt so yeah it was it was really good to see really great to see everyone's reactions getting involved and yeah hopefully we can do something else along those lines but just branching it out a little bit further if Mike is willing to do all the work again. (laughs) Uh, yeah i reckon i reckon so i think that maybe soon
2: it might be an idea to do what we said and maybe start putting the feelers out for a a greater shirt of all time i think what i'm going to do if you guys are happy with it like we touched on before for anybody listening i think we're going to just throw the email address out and ask everybody pick their five favorite football shirts of all time if we do it at five that way if like A thousand people send things in. It's actually manageable. Um, And we'll do the same again. We will put some scores together. We'll put a little table together and see which shirt comes out on top. Can I just
0: take issue with two things that came out of that episode, actually? I'm going to get this off my chest. It's a bit of a counselling session for me, these podcasts. First one, the odd reply we had was, you are wrong. Well, it wasn't us. Those weren't our top. (laughs) <laughs> top twenties. It wasn't even my top ten. Like that was over forty people voting, and um you know, it's a democratic decision. So I want to get that off my chest. And the second thing is that a couple of people tell us we were wrong and their shirts missing. Who we were asked to vote and they didn't even bloody send in their votes. So to then turn around and say that their favourite shirt was missing. Well, <sighs> <laughs> the, the
2: the the people are never happy. I I think the pro- one of the problem is. I think we're all probably guilty of it now and again. A lot of people don't even read what's in the body of the tweet. They just have a look at the thread. So I think maybe some people just skipped over the fact that it wasn't just us four sat together deciding what shirts were the best, which... As, you know, some some of the guys have done in threads. That's fine if that's the way you want to do it. But like I say, we tried to cast the net out a little bit further, get a rough idea, and I'm just going to get one thing off my chest. I'm going to say it now because I didn't get a chance to say it. That Plymouth shirt decided to be far higher up. And, you know, in honour of our guest today, I think he would agree with me as well. I would say, and when I saw the reactions to the thread, I think there were a lot of people agreeing with me that Plymouth shirt could have been higher. So maybe I should have asked a few more. I reckon I could have got more points for it. My number one pick didn't even make the fucking top 20. No, actually, no, I will say I forgot to give him a shout, but two people. I double checked on the facts. And there's uh, two people that, that nominated that that one, Scott, and that was you. And uh, one of our regular listeners, uh, Derek um, from Ireland. So you have uh, something in common with Derek there? Yeah, I'll I fucking
3: love that shirt. So you can stick your top 20 up your arse. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, um,
0: thank you as usual, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate all of the uh, feedback and interaction with had in the week. It's been a very, very busy week uh, in They Think It's All Over headquarters. So um, tune in next week and please continue to follow, share, and like, subscribe. I don't know how it works. How does it work? Just that like, follow, share, subscribe. If you see
1: any of those buttons, just fucking hit it. They think it's all over. It is now. That's story.